Welcome to the Claire's Angels podcast, where you can join Fallon and Rosie in conversations about navigating life through using intuition, being an empath, and so much more. So before today's episode, do me a favor and exhale that breath you didn't even know you were holding. Now take a deep breath in and settle in for today's episode. Okay, we're recording. Yay. Yay. (laughs) So I think it's funny that, um, I think it's funny. At the time it wasn't funny, but that we recorded two full, three full sessions, right? Like two sessions and then they, like we decided the intro was going to be part of that and even our little intro. And then I got out of it wrong (laughs) (laughs) and it totally didn't save yeah so that then we reevaluated and thought okay there's always a reason and this is this is fine and I think this is like way more natural like I'm at home in my room dogs on the floor families outside so or you know in another room so might pick them up and you are in the car. Yeah, exactly. I'm in the car <laughs> driving. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like exactly. totally our lives. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think it's perfect just to show that. Uh, I think there was a time where podcasts were kind of exclusive for anybody who, um, like, had a home studio or or just had it set up so that it was really great sound but like I was saying with all this technology now it makes it so much more attainable and easier for anyone to have conversations and to be able to edit it a little bit and I'm not sure how much we're going to be able to edit like all the sound out of here but you know we're just inviting everyone to listen as we have a conversation while you're in the car <laughs> driving, while driving. holiday time i'm not I driving for the record yeah <laughs> that would be something <laughs> i mean i wouldn't put it past me but you know <laughs> i've done plenty of recordings and i like think of something and like hit record while i was on exactly driving. so yeah this is what we get. Yeah. That kind of goes into like timing of stuff, you know, like you don't always get to choose when you get the messages or the, what you receive. So I think that's pretty cool. Oh my gosh. That happened yeah. to me a lot. Yeah. Like I was literally riding the stationary bike that we have and exercise and I'm like into the workout and like all of a sudden it like a idea popped in my head and I'm like, crap, I got to grab my phone, like <laughs> write this down. Cause it'll go away. Like I don't remember them. <laughs> yeah. And when Felon says right, she means like really fast thumbs that like type everything. Yeah. <laughs> like just totally one hundred percent millennial. That, like, yeah, that as you totally automatic writing is, yeah, fast thumbs. Yeah, automatic texting. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, oh, automatic writing, right? Like I do that with my left hand and I just kind of go into a trance state and allow like things to flow and images. And you're like, no, I have my phone and I put it in the notes talk. (laughs) I'm just now getting to the point where I might actually like 
vocalize it and use the uh, record feature or even like the text to talk or talk to text. I think it's that backwards talk to text uh, feature. But like most of the time, it's literally almost like I'm texting someone, like I'm just putting it in my notes. <laughs> you are texting someone. Yeah. You're streaming. You're by yourself <laughs> yeah. texting. You. Streaming. <laughs> you should even have like a, you create another contact, like hire yourself contact. And then <laughs> I should text myself. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I should probably do that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, you went out back like this. My headphones, at least play music sometimes it goes kind of crazy here but anyway okay. all right so we also decided that we have so many things we want to share and we're so excited about and that we can go off into so many different tangents and we know how they're relatable and they relate to each other but I think the purpose of what we're creating here Clarefully School, Clarefully Academy, Clarefully, Clarefully <laughs> is uh, <laughs> um, to have an attainable way in a simplified way. And I'm not going to say easy, but just maybe a very simplified approach on how to really tap into and harness the powers of our six senses, I guess, um, which many know as Claire's, um, the French word, right, for clear, like clairvoyant, I think is the most popular one or the one that people have heard of before. And yes, that is clear seen and people will automatically think that that means you talk to dead people and it's that kind of mediumship. <laughs> But I, I think even the, the root word of medium is that you're the mediator, right? The in-between, the betwixt. Mm-hmm. I got it in there. <laughs> the betwixt. <laughs> you did. Look at you. <laughs> that was actually one of the names we were talking about when we were coming up with Clairefully. <laughs> it was so funny because it totally reminds us of Bewitched. I'm like, I know. that's funny. <laughs> well, we were trying to get, like, we had some cool names <laughs> and the in-betweens and between, like, just the liminal spaces, like, between and um, meaning kind of what people might call, like, um, veil or what are other things that people will call that, like, liminal space or the in-between Um I can't think right now. I can't think of it. Either. I'm totally blanking. Well, yeah. So I guess like um, it's it's but it's like it's just that space in between. Like you're the you are tapping in and hearing things that other people sometimes don't, and like seeing things and experiencing things. I think is the best way to explain it. And it's like you are in that space of your you're being the vessel through which the message is being transmitted through. And sometimes that can be a really scary place just because you don't know how to navigate that. And so it's definitely, that's kind of where we're coming from is creating this place that you can actually 
come to learn how to use the gifts that you've been given and not be fearful of them. Because I know that was a lot of, yeah, that was a big thing for me was it, I was, I was afraid of who I'd become if I opened up to that. And so it was really, it was super important to have a support group around me to actually feel safe enough to open up to what I'm able to do. Yeah, that's a really good point. Cause that can be scary. Like when you're little and you all aren't sure what the sounds that you're hearing, your name being called the Claire audience coming in. And I think, um, all these things like you, you kind of, you see something in this corner and you swear it's somebody and you look and nothing's there, or maybe you kind of feel a shadow or you see it in your peripheral. Um, sometimes you even feel somebody behind you, or I think a lot of times maybe even your hair being pet or your shirt being pulled or something like that. I think it can be really scary for most kids when they experience those things and they don't have somebody that they feel they can talk to about without that person kind of freaking out about it or judging them about it, you know, or making them feel like they're tapping into something that is dark and that they shouldn't, or that they are watching too many scary movies. So it's only in their imagination. It's like, I know for myself, it's like just I, in your head. Yeah, exactly. Like I never watch scary movies because <laughs> I Me was either. already seeing stuff, <laughs> you know, I was already feeling stuff. And I also like, had this real life. Exactly. <laughs> like I don't need, I don't need to bring that extra. <laughs> wait say that one more time that brought up or really so oh it cut out yeah oh no <laughs> um so so your uh story just now brought up a really interesting um uh, story that I had recently actually and so well to bring it back a little further when I was younger I would see like spirits and you know loved ones that had passed on and those kinds of things. And, um, I didn't really feel I had like my mom was like able to see all that kind of stuff. And so was my grandfather, but like neither of them talked about it. It was like taboo almost in a way. And so I also kind of growing up internalized a lot of that and didn't really discuss it with people. And then my daughter, when we moved into a new house, uh, started seeing spirits and stuff, especially like in her sleep. And she was super scared about it. And so, um, Rosie actually was the one who kind of guided me and helped me because, um, like she had told me at the time, it's like, well, you know, with your kids, it's hard because it's like, you just freeze up and you, you don't want to ruin them, you know? So it's like, you feel like you're stuck, but you really do have what you need in order to help her. And so, um, you know, I started talking with my daughter about everything and come to find out. So she was seeing like, um, I guess more on the scarier side of spirits, like, and I don't even know if it was really scary as in like an adult would find it scary, but it was as a child, it's very scary. Um, but then there was one of our ancestors. So it was my great grandmother's or her great, great grandmother. And she 
was apparently coming and helping my daughter at night to feel more safe. And we realized that that's who it was, was because my mom at the time was going through some old family heirlooms and found a picture of her and showed it to Addison. And Addison was like, that's who I'm seeing. Like, that's who's been helping me. Yeah. Like, it was total confirmation of, oh, my, like, it was for her and for me, like, this like this is real like oh my god you know because it's like you always kind of have that doubt sometimes of like am I just imagining this and then stuff like that will happen and you're like oh my god no this is real like Mm -hmm. this is legit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and then that like healed your little girl of not being able to speak about it or have it I guess normalized and you stepping into the now the mother role and allowing her to talk about it and to be confirmed and even in front of your mom like so that kind of healed like a lot of like lineage you know, in your family, exactly. It's from the past to the future. And so that's like, that's how this work can be, um, just in an, in a practical way, very healing for your, for your timeline, for your ancestry. And to remember that we are the ancestors of our descendants, you know, uh, or, or family line, even if we don't have kids that, later you know the the next generation and if you think bigger it's even just all the next generation even if they aren't genetically connected to you um that there is this kind of responsibility that if we just work on ourselves and and elevate that raise that frequency that that's enough to help heal and to help make a lot of these things bring the attention to it of what they are, which is really a natural state of being that we forgot how to use that we haven't been taught how to use. And I think that also when you know that you have these abilities, you take responsibility for them in the sense that you're not just going to use them for harm. And I think when you don't know that you have it and you don't know how powerful you are, um, and you think ill of somebody, you're kind of cursing them. And that is dangerous walking around, not knowing how much like power and magic we have and just like throwing, you know, the evil eye at people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, and also it's like, you feel not only from like whenever you are learning about your abilities and your magic and the power that you have and all this stuff, it's like you feel so much more in control of your life and you feel like you have a say in, you know, what your life is supposed to be like and that others don't have that power over you because yes, there are people walking around that don't know, but if you know, and you have that power and you have that like inner knowing of who you are and like what you're capable of, then you're elevated at a higher frequency than other, those kinds of people. And so then 
them throwing that kind of stuff around doesn't bother you as much. Like it'll still impact you a little bit sometimes because I mean, people's words hurt. Right. And, but from a whole nother perspective, if you're an empath and those kinds of things, but it's like honing in on your gifts and being able to be confident in who you are. It's like, it brings it to a whole nother level to where you aren't as affected by those kinds of people. Exactly. And, and they, it, it's almost like, I, I just thought of like in Wizard of Oz, like, be gone, you have no power here. Like, you know that, you know what they're doing and you kind of know like, wow, they're, that's their thing. Right. And it doesn't land. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stick. You know, maybe it'll, it, it will hurt, like you said, but you're able to kind of clear it. Really. You're really able to clear it and, and to send it back with love so that the lesson they learn without it being just like a harmful thing. I think there's a lot of personally, what I think is there's a lot of fear still around it, even when it's like, make sure you protect yourself, make sure you cut the cords and make sure, and these things are important when you are kind of holy in this, like, like a, a, like a leaky vessel, you know, when you, when there's like Mm -hmm. soul retrieval that needs to happen, you need to harness back your power. But sometimes it can like the pendulum swung too far. And then you're really, again, fearful and you cannot do these things unless you have your altar ready and the crystal and all these things or else you think it doesn't work and it's it's like Dumbo and his magic feather right it wasn't that that helped him fly that was just symbolism and I'm not saying I don't like and respect the ritual of things and there are sacred spaces to go but when you really understand that you are the tool the pendulum the the connection you are the sacred then I think that really just opens up a lot of a lot of really beautiful possibilities of how to walk in your truth and in your power and your sovereignty. I, I think these are a lot of words that are being used right now, but can you really do that and still be judgmental of other people? Not just okay, we're human, we're gonna we're gonna have bad days, we're gonna be upset at things, but can you really say that you're about love and light and then just go on social media and tear everybody apart and be, you know, really rude and mean. And just your opinion is the only one that matters. That's where I think this can really make a great impact is work on yourself first. And then a lot of these things really won't, won't bother you so much. Yeah. And I think that brings, is up a good point of when you are learning and opening up to all of these things that you're going to want to go and just like word vomit over everybody of all the things you're learning and the things yeah. you're receiving. And <laughs> like, you're like, look at this. This is so cool. Like, Oh my God. You know? And yes, it is really cool. And it's amazing, but you have to be mindful that the other people may not be in the same part of their journey that you're on. Mm -hmm. And just to be respectful of where they are in their journey. And it may, it's like learning that discernment of when to say it and when to not say it. And that is such a big thing. Cause I know when I was opening up to it, I would always text Rosie and be like, Oh my God, I found this or, Oh my God, this, you know, (laughs) 
I'm sure she was like, yeah, Ellen. Okay. Like, <laughs> no, no, but it's, it's good to have somebody that you can bounce off these things without judgment or without that person, even, uh, feeling overwhelmed themselves. Like that made me like, we all need somebody to recognize us and to see us and to, yes. and to not necessarily for the sake of agreeing with us, but just to be in relationship with people that are on maybe, uh, we all need mentors. We all need coaches. We all need somebody to guide us. And we both know that we are in different places in different areas of an, of our life. Like I'm, working on financial things and things like that in my, you know, in my life that, um, maybe you are, and I, I, I pause to say ahead of me, but maybe in a place that I would like to be at more comfortable with. So I'm just going to use that word ahead. Although I don't Mm -hmm. really think that there's such a thing as, you know, it's all personal. So but maybe I have goals of where I want to be and somebody has already reached that goal. So I'm going to find those people in that area to help me so that I'm not just trying to reinvent this or spin. They might give me advice and they might see things also in in a bigger perspective because they've already done it. Like if you already know how to tie your shoe, you're going to be able to teach somebody how to tie their shoe. You're going to be able to explain it you know, maybe different people will teach how to tie shoes differently. And you need to find the person who explains it in a way that it makes sense for you. Maybe it's by, you know, demonstration, you need to actually do it. And that person's very good at allowing you to do it over and over with them. Or maybe it's just a picture of it or a diagram. Like you find your teacher, but ultimately if you're even one step ahead of somebody else, then the gift of that is teaching somebody else who hasn't yet, but only if they ask, right? That's the biggest thing is like that whole word vomit, but anything, if you feel, if you know you have the ability, for instance, we'll just go back to clairvoyant and you see, and you can see somebody's, Um, beloved and they're trying to give a message if you're in the supermarket and that person is not in the didn't ask you know then it's it's very tempting to say this is what I see or oh my gosh if maybe you have the ability to see somebody's um ailments like a medical medium right it's it's very tempting to think well I want to help everybody. I want to help them. So you spray on them like, you know, you should go get checked because it looks like you might have cancer. You know, that's just not (laughs) something that is appropriate. And that's where I think you and I really want to help people who are opening up to this to find the right space and the right place and the right um, I guess relationship with themselves so that they don't feel the need to have to rescue everybody and, and just, uh, that they feel like it's their, um, 
that they have to, you know, tell somebody exactly what's on their mind. I think that's where we both really, um, I can't even think of the word, like that is our, and it's not pet peeve, but that's really our mission is to help others to be, to make this not just normalize within them, but find a community of others who are very grounded in this, who are able to take their gifts and use it in everyday experience um, and still help others in different ways because there's different ways you can help. You can send love, you know, and that's very helpful, but without the attachment of needing to have something reciprocated. And I know there's a, there's a lot there. There's a lot of things that we want to talk about on a lot of topics, but I think this was, this is what you're going to get, right? <laughs> if you tune in and you like listen, <laughs> yeah, these are our conversations and we promise we'll have a topic. We're going to, we know that we need to stick to like one topic each uh, episode so that they can be bite-sized. Of course, other things are going to come up because everything's related to everything else, but um, we're going to do our best. <laughs> to stay on topic and we do have really fun ideas of um things for the future podcast to have possibly you know have uh, people able to listen in live and actually jump on or even reading their chats or maybe even inviting them on so there's a lot of i think really cool things that we want to offer because we know that t- taking in information is great, but the real change happens when you apply it and when you're able to, to take what you learn and actually use it for something. And that's our goal also with, with creating Clairefully is to have workshops and I guess their courses, but they're going to be very interactive with groups and circles and community so that we can really make a change in our own life. And then in the lives, of course, of our loved ones and, and really the world, I know that that sounds pretty, you know, um, pretty grand, but I, I know Mm -hmm. the effect that we can have on others and it does start with self and that's, that's what we want to offer. Yeah. And I I think just to reiterate what Rosie's saying is that even though, you know, it sounds like far-fetched that we can impact the world by changing ourselves. It's like you have that ripple effect of if you start to work on yourself and you're, you are self-sovereign and you are just this like powerful being of light that's just spreading love to the world. It's like, it's so much you impact others more than, you know, you know, and so by you doing that, other people will rise to meet you. It's kind of like, um, you're kind of at that point where you're no longer accepting the fact that you are going to stay small. So then you can be equal with others. It's that you're going to rise and be tall so that others may rise to meet you. Mm-hmm. you know, and so they will be brought up with you, you know, and so it's this beautiful thing that you're doing is bringing yourself up so that others can also be brought up with you. 
Yeah. And I guess we can end with this for today is that reminds me of uh, rising tides raise all boats. So if we are, you know, the, 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 we are not just the vessels, but we are the water as well. And so we have the control of rising, but then also being in that vessel and feeling the rise as well. So simultaneously, Mm -hmm. and that's, I guess, the best explanation of that betwixt that in between space it's like you are both you are multi-dimensional and you can be here human as well as a spiritual multi-dimensional being that never dies and learning to flow within those and dance within that is what we are going to offer for everybody to experiment with us to to grow with us and we'll we'll give you um what we know and suggestions and we know that everybody is also going to help us to expand the ourselves and grow with you so together we rise exactly Hey, we hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as Felon and I enjoyed recording it and sharing our conversation with you. Hit subscribe and you can find out when the next episode arrives. But a better way to do that is subscribing to our newsletter. Details are below. That way we can send you when our latest offerings are. You can also help others find us by submitting a five-star review right here where you're listening and then we are more searchable details on how to reach out to felon and i individually are also below in the show notes until next time